This is the SCORE Small Business Success Podcast. Get your mentor today at SCORE.org or call 1-800-634-0245. Welcome back to the SCORE Small Business Success Podcast. We're so happy that you're joining us. Everybody needs a business plan. And if you really want to know how to get the right business plan together for your small business idea or your giant business idea. There's a great book written by a good friend of ours, Mr. Hal Shelton. The book is called The Secrets to Writing a Successful Business Plan. A pro shares a step-by-step guide to creating a plan that gets your results. You can log on to the website www.secretsofbusinessplans.com. Find out more about the book there, make your purchase, and I'm telling you, you definitely want to have this guide to get you through the what some people may think is a very daunting task of putting together a business plan. Welcome to the podcast, Hal. Thanks, and thanks for having me back, and Happy New Year to everybody who's listening in. Happy New Year, and thanks to his over 45 years of business experience, Hal Shelton has assisted over 1,000 entrepreneurs who are thinking about starting and growing their small businesses. As a certified SCORE mentor, you can log on always www.score.org and get your mentor today, free, confidential, and all kinds of great industry experience that you don't want to miss out on. Hal has been a board member, a vice chair, treasurer, and mentor for the SCORE Association, helping small businesses take advantage of new business opportunities, develop business plans, and find and qualify for financing with the goals of creating new businesses, adding jobs, and increasing the business's value. Hal recently received the organization's Walter H. Channing Award of Excellence, an honor that has been given just nine times in SCORE's 50-year history. He's also served on the board as the CFO treasurer of Mercy Health Clinic, a safety net organization providing free medical care and medicine to uninsured lower-income residents in Montgomery County, Maryland. And in the small business investment realm, Hal is a member of Blue Venture Investors, BVI, this active angel investing group supports early-stage entrepreneurs in the Mid-Atlantic region with the primary focus on technology companies. Hal serves on the board of directors for one of BVI's portfolio companies. He is the author of this great new book, The Secrets to Writing a Successful Business Plan. A pro shares a step-by-step guide to creating a plan that gets results. It's available now, Amazon.com. For more information about this wonderful resource for entrepreneurs and more about Hal, visit SecretsOfBusinessPlans.com. Hal, so happy that you're here. And again, this book is is an amazing way for small businesses to get started. Why is it that creating and maintaining a solid business plan has the potential to increase the likelihood of a small business's success? I think it really gets to the issue of why is a business plan important. You know, if starting a, a business is a sure thing, there'd be no small business authors, there'd be no con- small business consulting industry. In fact, what's happening is, and it's been happening over a long period of time, more than half of all startups fail within the first five years. And anybody who starts a business say they're going to be on the winning side of that, of that half. But we know statistically that cannot be. So creating a solid business plan basically is going to answer the question of what does success look like? which will help the entrepreneur decide before they invest in their business if it's the right thing to do. Will this business be be viable? When you talk about what the measurement of success is, what are some categories where people do measure success? Well, often it's a dollar uh, amount, but it could be a a different amount for 
for different folks in different positions. If this was your full-time job and you had a family and you were taking care of elderly parents and you were setting aside uh, money for school and, and so forth and so on, you know, if the business plan came out and said, hey, I made $20,000, good news is it's positive, but you probably can't do all that I just mentioned on $20,000. So everybody has their own personal financial measure, be it, uh, you know, 100000 If this was a part-time job, maybe 20000 would be great. So you would really get a feel of measuring against your personal financial goals. Other goals could be uh, viability of the business. Uh, you could have other goals if you're starting a nonprofit about number of people you're helping in the community and whatever function it is. But even a nonprofit uh, has to make money, has mm-hmm. to cover its costs, or it couldn't carry out its its mission uh, of helping society. So in all your years of business experience and in all your years of working with SCORE and being a mentor and leading the chapter and being a treasurer of the organization, what inspired you to write this book, Secrets of Business Plans? You know, through all the the people I have worked with and mentored uh, in, in our chapter, it just really surprised me the number that really didn't get what a business plan was and what was needed and how to fill it out. In some ways, that's surprising because there are hundreds of books and seminars uh, out there that people listen to all the time, but somehow that message is not getting across. And so I just thought with my experience um, in, in business and in um, mentoring that I had something to offer Uh, I've been on the front lines. I see what works, uh, what doesn't work, and I think I have a way of explaining that. At least my clients have told me that they they get it. And so I think that's the contribution I I have to make. There's a lot of people, when they hear those words, business plan, they think, oh, man, it's so much hard work. It's such a uh, an in-depth document to create. I don't need that for my business. I need to get my website. I need to get my storefront. I need to get inventory. I need to get a cash register, and I need to go. Is writing a business plan the first thing an entrepreneur should do when they're considering starting a business? Is is it the most important thing they do? Well, first of all, in, in, in your preference, a lot of times people put up their hand and, and really react negatively to a business plan is because they have a model in their mind that every business plan is 30 pages and five appendix uh, and it's really a heavy document and that really turns them off. And that's really a myth. Uh, there are many styles of business plans. I've seen some effective that are two pages. Wow. And I've seen others that are 30 pages and, and very appropriate. And so th- what the entrepreneur needs to do, and hopefully I give enough guidance to help, is to figure out in that particular situation what style uh, of business plan uh, is appropriate and then work on that. To the second part of of your question, is it the first thing a person should do? I would say absolutely not. And that's probably uh, a a surprise (laughs) to the listeners. You know, sitting down at your computer on day one and writing a business plan from cover to cover is not smart 
and is not productive. You probably don't have enough experience, knowledge, data at hand. What you need to do is you need to think about it. It needs to roll around in your head for a while. You need to pick off different pieces of it. You need to go to trusted mentors and others and talk through some of these ideas. Obviously, take a lot of notes uh, all the time. And then it's really putting that stuff together, writing a draft, coming back to it, uh, and keep iterating it. And it will take a while to write this business plan, but it will be a much better product than if you tried to do it all at once. If you were thinking about starting a business and the only thing stopping you is this scary document called a business plan, and I say that jokingly because so many people think that it is a scary document, but really when you sit down and, and hash out your ideas and the facts about your business on paper, it is by far one of the best things that you will do for your small business or your your large business, whatever business it is that you're trying to start. Score.org, log on, get your free business mentor today. Free, confidential, a variety of different industries, um, experts that are willing to help you in a lot of different ways. And you can build your network of advisors through Score. Log on, score.org slash mentors or call 1 800 634 0245. We're speaking with Score mentor Hal Shelton, who is also a vice chair, a board member, treasurer, etc., etc. He's written a great new book called The Secrets of Writing a Successful Business Plan. A pro shares a step-by-step guide to creating a plan that gets results. You can log on secretsofbusinessplans.com or go to Amazon, pick up the book today. And hell, you know, when it comes to business plan templates, there are thousands and thousands of business plan templates online. And I think this can be quite overwhelming for people. What are some key aspects that you think people should look for when they are choosing which template to use? So first of all, I think a template is an excellent way to go because it gives structure. Uh, and then you can fill in different parts at different times. What I caution um, readers to, to, to be concerned about is the, the template that's already filled out. So here is the business plan for the pizza restaurant, or here is the, the business plan for the government contracting service, or whatever it happens to be. Those tend to be standard package plans. They're not your plan. Uh, and they're very important uh, to be your plan. I've seen uh, clients uh, come to me. They have a really good-looking business plan. They didn't write it. They had a friend write it, or they had a consultant write it, and they didn't have any money to pay the consultant, so they gave them a little equity stake in the company. And we'd go through the dialogue, and I'd ask them a couple questions. They really didn't know what was in the plan. It was kind of embarrassing for them. That's okay. You know, this is a private conversation. If it was in front of a banker, it would have been fatal. Uh, so I would uh, I would go for a template. I can recommend the score, the templates that are on the SCORE website, SCORE.org, in the template gallery. It's a, you know, one size fits all. And so you need to pick apart, as I said earlier, and figure out what fits your situation and then use that. Templates allow you to fill out chapters at a time and allows you to, to put it down and come back. So there's some benefits there. And you mentioned um, that, you know, if you didn't know what was in your business plan in front of a banker or an investor, that would be 
really, really bad. If you're having somebody else maybe put this together for you and you don't know what you're presenting, that could be just horrible and, and humiliating all at the same time. What are banks and investors looking for in a business plan uh, so that someone can kind of cater to that audience as they're writing their plan out? So let me broaden that a little bit to what are bankers and investors looking in a, in a business and in, in a business plan. On the one hand, they're looking for different things. A banker is looking that uh, the money from the loan will be repaid on time, according to schedule, without much hassle. An investor is looking that uh, the business will grow, it will scale up, and in a few years it could be sold at a higher value uh, so they can make a profit. But there are a couple of areas uh, where they're really uh, in sync and looking for the same thing. They're looking for a management team who has experience in the area, uh, and uh, knows all the subjects necessary uh, to run a business. So if your skill set was finance, you also know something about marketing. If your basic was marketing, you also know something about production, and that you really can act as the CEO of this business through all its different uh, disciplines. And so they're looking for the commonality of the management team. Uh, when you go to an investor group, uh, sometimes people think that the thing that scores the highest is what is the product. Really, the thing that scores the highest is the experience and skill of the management team because it's really a, a bet on people at the end of the day. You're listening to the Score Small Business Success Podcast. Log on, score.org. Get your free small business mentor today. We're speaking with Hal Shelton, a SCORE mentor with over 45 years of business experience. He's been a board member, a vice chair, a treasurer, and he's written a great book called The Secrets to Writing a Successful Business Plan. A pro shares a step-by-step guide to creating a plan that gets results. In this new book, Hal, what can readers expect to find that they're not going to find in other business planning books? You're going going to find um, a lot of Hal Shelton and his experiences uh, working for for-profit companies in C-suite uh, activities, for, for nonprofits, from being a SCORE mentor, uh, from being an angel invest, investor, from being on the, on the front line, seeing what works, what doesn't work. Uh, they'll also find uh, there is no one-size-fits-all. There is a discussion about really searching out and giving examples of you know, what works, what doesn't work, and, and trying to find a path for the individual entrepreneur of what works uh, from, for them. also have a number of uh, templates uh, there. So at the end of every chapter, you know, fill out uh, the results of that chapter's discussion, be it marketing, finance, operations, so forth. And then you collect all those and you can go to the SCORE website. You can get these things all digitally. And then you put those together and you'll have the basis of starting your, your business plan. There's so many different sections. There's the marketing plan, there's the financials, there's you know the executive summary, et cetera, et cetera. Does every business plan need to have every section completed? The easy answer to that is yes. Uh, the better answer is Every section needs to be represented, uh, but they need to be done in a style and level of detail suitable 
for the situation. Ah, okay. and, and again, not everything is has to be a 30-page uh, plan. For those, for, you know, extremes are you're thinking about starting a consulting business from your home and you need no third-party financing. Right. That could be, you know, that could be a five- or seven-page business plan. Conversely, if you're thinking about opening a restaurant and coming up with a new site or refurbishing an existing restaurant and you needed $500,000 from the bank, that might be a 30-page business plan with a lot of research because you had to convince someone else to loan you the money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You bring up a good point then. If if an individual is not seeking financing from investors or from a bank, do you think they still need to create and maintain a business plan? The answer to that is absolutely yes. I have not seen any research, but my gut feel from the, from the clients that I have seen, it's only one-third of the startups seek uh, funding from either a bank or an investor. Okay. Uh, so two thirds are not. And so those two thirds are writing the business plan for themselves. But in general, you always write the business plan for yourself because getting back to first principles is should I start this business or should I not? You're going to be tying up your time, your energy, and probably some of your own money. So you want to know before you open the doors for business, is this something that I should start? And the business plan is a process, and the paper is the documentation that you've thought it all through. Mm-hmm. So the business plan is for yourself, and you don't want to kid yourself, you know, because you're going to be making some life decisions on this. Everybody needs a business plan of some type. That's a good point. And in in getting specific, um, again, we're talking to Hal Shelton. He's written a great book. You should check it out today. It's called The Secrets of Writing a Successful Business Plan. I know you're thinking, oh, the business plan is so much to do. Check it out. Hal's going to break it down for you and make it very easy for you to go step by step. A pro shares a step by step guide to creating a plan that gets results. www.secretsofbusinessplans.com. The book is available on Amazon.com. Right now, do you think that it's wise to pay somebody to write a business plan for you? I know we mentioned you want to know what's in the business plan before you go to a bank or anybody else, but what do you see as a result of people paying for somebody to write a business plan for them? So we've all been online, we've all looked it up. I've seen advertisements for "I'll write your business plan for you" for somewhere between two and twenty thousand dollars. And oh, by the way, the advertisement says, and every plan will be unique. Well, everybody has to figure that out for for themselves. <laughs> if you have twenty thousand to to burn, uh, maybe that's okay. Most of the businesses I see, uh, you know, every penny uh, is important. Right. But to make it really unique, and to make it your business plan, you're going to have to tell that uh, ghostwriter about you, about your mark market, about your value proposition, your skills, your management team, and all the the things that go, go into that business plan. And so you're giving all that information, you might as well write it yourself. Um, there's probably one exception, and that is if you are uncomfortable with English, uh. and this is a formal business plan that you need to go to a banker with or an investor, and you need it to be you know, first rate, then maybe you need to uh, hire someone to help you write it. Mm. But again, it better be your plan, and you better know uh, what's inside. 
When it comes to sections of the business plan, I love marketing and marketing is my thing. So writing that section, I found to be somewhat enjoyable. When it came down to writing the financials of a business plan, I was panicked. Uh, that scared me. Uh, just the financial, you know, making sure that everything adds up and making sure that I was accounting for all of those pieces that needed to be accounted for. And I'm sure that people can find some great tips in your new book about this particular section, which many people may find a little, you know, intimidating. The Secrets to Writing a Successful Business Plan is the name of the book. A pro shares a step-by-step -step guide to creating a plan that gets results. What advice do you have for people who like one section more than another section? So a little story. I had a client come to me and said, Hal, I've written my business plan except the finance. I've hit a wall. And so I said to myself, oh, this is going to be a challenge. Uh, let's go through and find out where this wall is. Right. So we start through the business plan and we say, okay, first, what's the first thing in, in a financial statement? Sales, right? right. The top line. Yeah. So I said, um, well, what are your sales? And, and you don't have to give me a, a dollar number. How many units are you going to sell and at what price? And she said, we haven't figured that out yet. So, so I think it was using uh, the wall of the of the financial section, you know, as a crutch. Uh, and so the good news was we went back to the marketing section where all this stuff should have been, and worked through that. And then the financial section just flowed. In a in a traditional business plan, the financial section is near the end, and that's very appropriate because all conceptually, what it's doing is capturing all the information that preceded it and putting it in the common language of dollars. Got it. So we want, you know, the first part of financial statement is sales. So you go to marketing section, you say, how many units at what price? And you might have multiple products. And so you filled out the marketing section. That's the sales. Then you get to expenses. Well, what's the one biggest expense for a lot of people is salaries. Well, let me go to the operational section and say, how many staff do you have? Are they full-time? Are they part-time? What wages are you paying? What benefits are you giving? So how many locations do you have? You might have another section, big expense on rents. Well, what have you assumed uh, in your operations section? And so you go to each of these different sections, and those are all the assumptions feeding the financials. And yes, there might be some accounting uh, things that you have to go through, but they're really on the margin of uh, figuring out what the base data was. You know, you mentioned two, if I had to say, what were the three most important sections? Yes, exactly. I would say number one is marketing, because uh, this is where the customers are going to come from that's going to generate uh, the cash flow and your sales forecast. And it's also the place where you're really going to develop your messages. What problem you're solving what issue you're addressing, and why will the why are you saying the customer should buy your product? So some people call that the value proposition, and why should they buy it from you, who is the new person on the block, versus your competitor? So what what is your niche? And all those messages come out and are put in the marketing section. The second most important, I think, is the financial section. Because you know, I said earlier when you asked me about success and I 
uh, said it often is measured in dollar terms. Right. Here it will be, what does success look like and how does it compare to your fin- personal financial goals? And can you fund it internally by yourself, family, and friends, or must you go to a third party? The third section that's very important is your own bio or your, or your team's bio. And it really gets to the issue of why is it that you and your team are the right people to manage this business at this time. All these startups are mainly a bet on the entrepreneur because the business has no track record. So what is it that you are contributing to this business that will make it successful and why should people buy from you? So those three, I think, are the key sections. The others obviously are important, but maybe you can spend a little less time on them. So maybe when you're starting out or maybe as you're keeping up your business plan, you should really focus on those three, the marketing, the uh, financials, and making sure that the bio and who you are and why you are a good representation of this business and a good cheerleader for this business, you should always keep those facts and figures always up to date. Yeah. And in that management bio, it's you know the experience that you have had running this kind of business. Mm-hmm. So I can give you a story. Um, a client wanted to open a cupcake store. Had a really nice uh, location. Mm-hmm. Had the ca- some cash available to invest alongside the bank. Right. Had collateral. Had all these measures, and the bank turned them down. And the reason they turned him down is because he ne- had no retail experience, and that was very important. Fortunately, the story has a good ending because he went to his family and friends, raised enough money, opened up the store at that location, and they are successful. Good for him. That's always, we like hearing stories like that. Persistence wears resistance. If you want to make something happen, you will make it happen. Right. You know, we talk a lot about uh, new businesses and getting started, getting funding, getting started, et cetera. What about existing businesses? Why is it so important for someone who's already in business to keep their business plan up to date? And how, how can they use that as a roadmap? Okay, so there's, there's two parts of that. Let's take the, the, the new business that had a successful opening and, and they're going on. Uh, they need to maintain that business plan because it's, it's the rare case that you got it all right. Right. Uh, in, in advance, something always changes. Uh, you might have had the right estimates, uh, but your competitors behaved in a different way than you expected. You were more successful or less successful in sales or acquiring purchase of things to purchase for resale. So I would suggest for the new startup that maybe in six months that you take a look at the business plan. It is, you know, your roadmap. It is your first budget. The old axiom of uh, if you don't know where you're going, you won't you won't know if you got there. Yeah. Um, and so it's good to have that plan and have the understanding of the context on which you made those original decisions, so you know how to tweak them. When we get to businesses that have been in place for several years, they might not call it a business plan per se, but they have a fairly formal budget process uh, that's usually an annual process that assesses their environment, external environment, their internal environment, and then says, what is our plan for the next year going forward? And some people use two-year cycles uh, to go forward. 
And so everybody has found that it's necessary to keep these plans, whatever they call them, uh, up to date and realistic with all the environments in which they're dealing. The SCORE Small Business Success Podcast, we appreciate you listening. We're talking to Hal Shelton, who has been a board member, a vice chair, treasurer, is currently a mentor for the SCORE Association. He's written a great new book, The Secrets to Writing a Successful Business Plan. A pro shares a step-by-step guide to creating a plan that gets results. Log on secretsofbusinessplans.com or go to Amazon and check out the book there. Hal, you know, you mentioned on your website, you talk a lot about entrepreneurs and surrounding themselves with people who can be resources. We know SCORE, obviously free mentors, a nationwide network, 340 plus chapters, 11,000 plus volunteer mentors giving of their time. You've also got small business development centers. There's all kinds of organizations and groups that are there to help. What do you say to those individuals who, who seem to think they have it all under control and, and they don't need help? I, I basically say good luck. You know, in larger companies, uh, there's, almost, there's a separate department for almost every conceivable function. But in a small business, and particularly at the beginning, there's maybe just one employee or two employees who are in charge of it all. And it's, I, I find it's very unusual for a person to know all the facts all the time. And the flip side of that is, why take the chance? You're, you're making this personal investment of your time, your energy. Maybe you quit another job to, to start this business. Maybe you're investing your 401k plan uh, money in here. You know, why take the chance? Cover your bases. If anything, you can confirm uh, your ideas when you talk to uh, competitors uh, in, in your own market, in other markets. You can talk to uh, trusted advisors at SCORE uh, and other places and, and, and you know, solidify and, and build up uh, your, your knowledge. And if they confirm everything, great, but it's a good insurance policy to take. Brilliant advice. Why not build a network of people who are willing to help, especially because they're willing to help? You might as well take the help where you can. Today's helper might be tomorrow's customer, too. There you go. Networking, networking, networking. That is a good point. Thank you again, Hal Shelton, the Score Small Business Success Podcast. The book, The Secrets to Writing a Successful Business Plan, a pro shares a step-by-step guide to creating a plan that gets results. The website, secretsofbusinessplans.com. Hal Shelton, former SCORE board member, vice chair, treasurer, a mentor, also the winner of the organization's Walter H. Channing Award of Excellence. It's only been given out nine times in 50 years. It's a pretty big deal. Thank you so much, Hal Shelton. We appreciate your time. Log on, score.org, and get your free small business mentor today. This is the SCORE Small Business Success Podcast. Get your mentor today at score.org or call 1-800-634-0245.